what is his name now? SB Reports. Shout out to that idiot who clearly challenged me to a $200 Madden game, which, I mean, I'm going to let y'all introduce yourselves. I'm not betting $200 on a video game, okay? I, I have real-life issues going on. And first of all, we all know that this guy, for the last 10 years, has just clearly slid down the rankings. At one point, he was a Madden god. Now he's just a common peon like everyone else. Yo, 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 it's Committee Podcast in the mix uh, with the uh, big three intact. I am Adolphus Savage, or Love Killer Trey, and I may change my name later on in the week or whatever. Uh, shout out <laughs> uh, South Breeze 706, or what, what is it, 706 Sports or something? I forgot, what is it? What is his name? SB Report. Shout out to that idiot who clearly challenged me to a $200 Madden game, which, I mean, I'm going to let y'all introduce yourself. I'm not betting $200 on a video game, okay? I, I have real-life issues going on. And first of all, we all know that this guy, for the last 10 years, has just clearly slid down the rankings. At one point, he was a Madden guy. Now he's just a common peon like everyone else. So, um, but shout-out to SB Reports. Um, you know we always going to hold you down. Your After we talk shit about you, yeah, yeah, I, was, I was about to say, man, that, that <laughs> might be an easy two hundred dollars because Tribbles gave him that work. I think KJ gave him that work too. Like I haven't heard of him beating anybody in a long while. Look, I haven't <laughs> oh, known wow. him ten years, but I'm sure, I'm sure you could beat him. Wow, that's I mean, bad because I know Tribbles is trivial. He don't got the time, man. He just don't got the time. Yeah, I know don't, don't slender Tribbles. She I is no good at Fortnite at all, but I, I mean, will not. she may be okay at 2K, but anyway, y'all know where to go for that work. Uh, as always, it's uh, we have the amazing Marcus Sniffles, we also have the elegant L in the building. How's everybody doing tonight? What it do, baby? Hola. <laughs> We're like, I don't know about y'all, but I'm like half sleep. Oh, I'm so old. I can't. Yes, I, I just came back from the motherland, Alabama. Um, mm. And I, I've really been putting the tires to that pavement, so I'm a little tired. But this first topic is something that is so annoying to me. Um... There was like a viral video uh, this past week of a man stepping up to the plate, being all he could be. Don't through. hype him up. Don't no, give him no, all that. No, my nigga dropped down on one knee and pledged his love forever to this floozy. No, oh no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. And she told him no. And I That's know... Right the level of hurt that he had to be going through. First off, I, I just want to start off by saying this question is, is going to be for yourself, L. If something like that happens, is the relationship over? That's that's what I just want to know for starters. Like, is, is the relationship over at that point? Or do you put your side, do you put your pride aside and kind of work on it and try to eventually make the correct proposal that'll be accepted or how, how does that work i think it's just a matter of why she's saying no she's saying no because she simply doesn't see a future with him is she saying no because it's too soon 
Like, we've only been dating six months, and you're going to drop down on one knee. That's too soon for me. And so something like that, if they can have a serious conversation after the words and just be like, look, no, right now, but let's let's keep going and see where this goes. It might just be too soon. Or it could just be, you know, like she really just doesn't see him in her future. What We don't know the, the context around this proposal. If you don't see me in your future... Why are we at this outing anyway? Well, that's why I'm saying. Well, no. use me in for free meals. Let's go no, ahead and keep the fuck no. there. Go oh ahead. Gosh. First of all, that's not even true. You don't understand. We don't know their relationship. They could very well be in a fucking open relationship, bro. We know. Maybe he's seeing somebody else. She's seeing somebody else. And he's choosing her and getting down on one knee. Maybe not. Like, we just don't know. That sounds very far-fetched. I get that. But we don't know what their relationship is. And maybe by him getting down on one knee... That's when it actually hits her to where she's like, you know what? This ain't right for me. Like, I didn't. I love you. I have I have love for you. And, and maybe you took him getting down for her to realize, you know what? Like, I don't see a future with you. I don't see you being my happily ever after. Which is why she said no. And that's not shame on her. That could have been her waking moment. You don't fucking know that. And she's not a floozy. I could tell you right now. I've said You know what? No. I wish I knew how to so mute your mic. what's the mic. problem? Like 706 Breeze South Reports or whatever his name is. But anyway, <clears throat> Marcus, let me ask you this. You, you've you been in this situation before, I'm sure. You had to make some sort of a proposal because we know that you're a man of God, a man of honor. Exactly. Why are you making it seem as though the girl's wrong in this situation for saying no? Just because you got down on one knee does not mean I have to say yes to you. Does not mean that I have to be for it. Are you doing it publicly? Does not mean that I have to succumb to you because I'm worrying about she your feelings. What the fuck about boy. my feelings? Fuck you. What about my feelings? America okay, why are you taking this so hey, well, Hold on, let's, let's pause it. Because you you're getting to, you're getting so hard. Um, you and other people like you, because not just oh, like, other black other people, people like you. People Shut the fuck up. Not even that. Not even that. I hate you. Other people like you on Twitter getting down this girl. You over here yourself calling her floozy. Why? There's one dude who made this whole rant about her talking about. Oh, like she cheated and blah blah blah. <laughs> How you know this? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? How you know, you know this? I'm tired a, a that hit when dog a guy, That's no, no, no. No. I'm tired of when a guy gets his feelings hurt, the girl is automatically dragged through the motherfucking mud. And we don't know the context to this relationship. So stop it. It's none of your fucking business. What I will say is I hate the fact that people are wanting to do such public engagements why or proposals why do that shit in private that should be private you doing it like that and where people can see and there's cameras and there's this that and the third that to me shows that you care more about the social media aspects surrounding this engagement than me actually saying yes just keep on coming back that's what you should actually change your twitter moniker to is l the heartbreaker. L of hell <laughs> is what you should be. Oh my God. I'm gonna set a poll question. How many men's heart have you broken in a lifetime? Over or under five. But anyway, like I'm saying, I'm taking you. I'm 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 taking the over. I, I'm I am too. <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking big time over. I, I mean we we have access to the group chat, so over. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to say under. So me and somebody, I've never actually proposed anybody before. Uh, like I said, Marcus, I know you've proposed before. Are you more of a public or private? Are you putting on for the gram? How do you handle those things? Actually, how, how did your... I will uh, say... I, I, I will say, I'm not the type of... I, I, I heard about the video, and once it started getting traction... Like I didn't even I didn't even watch the video because I I get secondhand embarrassment. So I like the embarrassment <laughs> that man felt, I didn't want to feel it. So I was like, I'm not even gonna watch this video. Uh I am anti uh public proposals, like any of that. Like Thank you. I just feel like at a I just feel like at a point there's gotta be some things you gotta keep to yourselves. And honestly, it's more of a look at me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are are people not talking to each other anymore? Or are we just like just springing stuff up on people? Because thank like, you, because you would like, have some clue as to what she's gonna say if you guys are actually communicating and well, discussing not, not marriage even, in the future. Not even the whole like discussion about marriage, but even just asking or knowing a person well enough to know, like, hey, would they like a public proposal? Is that something they're into? Are they into these? grand gestures telling you right like now i want it done in private want it there's done some in people, private like there's some people that aren't into that stuff and i feel like you would if you if you felt like you knew a person well enough to be like all right i'm going to ask them to to be my spouse then you should kind of know if they want to do it in public or not I agree. agreed to an extent I mean, I know for me, I've always wanted to, I've always had it kind of planned out. I have a plan A point, a plan B and plan C. Um, if there's any ladies out there in Twitter land or even on Facebook. Oh, Lord. Go on ahead and uh, th- this is my make a wish for, for me. <laughs> uh, just let me know, public or private, how would you like it done? Are yeah, you I mean, there's if you like it, if you like the public stuff, then then by all means go with it. You know, have at it, have fun or whatever. But I just like I don't like watching them. Like I've been, I was actually we were at a where were we at? I think we were at like Buffalo Wild Wings one time, and I was sitting like it was a work function, and I'm kind of sitting towards the end of the table, and to the right of me, my a female coworker sitting next to me, and then. Her boyfriend was sitting next to her. And so we're all just like talking, conversing or whatever. And I look to my left and I'm, you know, just talking, engaging. And I look to my right and I see her boyfriend like getting down on the knee. So I'm like, okay, maybe he's tying his shoe. And I look back to the left and, and then I look back to my right again and she's got a ring on her finger. I'm like, wait, what the, what just happened here? Like, you just did that? Like, you didn't. You didn't want to get up and let everybody know that this was happening. It was, it's just so, it was awkward. It was super weird. And like. Did they get I married? Did. Yeah, they did. Oh, that's I mean, cute. I, get, I, I would, I would think so. But like, I didn't, I didn't really keep up with it after that. It was mm-hmm. just, it was just odd. And I don't know. I'm, I'm more of like a private person. Like I'm not big on like a lot of attention, you know? So it's just like. The idea of someone doing that in public is just like, that's like my worst nightmare. Like, I don't want any part of that. Look, a few weeks ago, there was another video um, at Pride. It was just two young ladies or a couple. And apparently they're like Twitter and Insta famous and whatnot. Uh, Super cute couple, whatever. 
the one girl drops on one knee to propose and it was the most awkward thing ever. That girl didn't want to say yes. At first she was like, get up, get up. And, you know, the other one was not going to get up until she said yes or whatever and was saying what she was saying. You, It's kind of hard to hear what she was really saying because the girl recording was so fucking loud. Um, oh, I hate it when that happens. Anyways, she says yes, but you can see it on her face. You can see she did the girl code look around, like the girl come save me, look around. Mm-hmm. She did that. And, um... I mean, she said yes, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm going to get married. I'm just waiting to see, like, the Twitter breaking news that they broke up. I mean, because... I, I, I am somewhat interested on on the topic, like, Adolph has brought up as far as, like, all right, so if someone pr- proposes to you and you say no, is that the end of the relationship? And, like, I was thinking about it. Like, I don't I don't think so. I, I think you can still... I think when I was I think, younger, I would have been like, okay, well, this relationship is over then because you don't want to marry me. But I, I think there's a way that that can happen to where you're just like, you can, can continue be to, to be with each You can, you, yeah. it's not even that. It's just like some, like marriage is a big deal. Like it's a big deal. Like, you know, it's especially like, you know, you have to, you have to, for women, you got to change your name. Uh, you might have to leave your house or, you know, you have to find a place to live together. And, and, and stuff like that, like, there's a lot that that comes with marriage, and to just be like, hey, I think it's pretty mature if you can, if you can, if you say no, but also, like, say, hey, I'm not ready, and you can still stay together and continue to, you know, grow your relationship until you reach that point, because some people aren't ready, like, you don't want to rush into something like that, you know, so. Yeah, I, yeah I, don't I think, rush I, me. Yeah, I think you can... I think there is a way that, you know, I don't think your relationship is automatically over if someone says no to your marriage proposal. Like, I, when I was younger, I thought the opposite. I was like, well, then we're not getting married. We're not staying together. But it's like, you know, what if they had only been together for like a year? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's for some people, that's not enough time. And maybe they need a little bit more time. And, you know, they want to get their life in order and do certain things or whatever. You know, it's just, there's a lot to deal with. I say it's a maybe. I think you can still stay together after you say no to a proposal. Um, it's a matter of maturity. It's a matter of communication and really being honest as far as where you are in that relationship and where you want to take it and where you are as an individual, what you can bring to a marriage. Um, because if you're not ready for that, if you're not ready as, a, as an individual, you, you really got to have that real conversation before you come bringing your issues to somebody else. Um I can understand if somebody were to say no, I don't I don't want to be with you anymore because I'm at a place where I know what I want and I want you and I know who I am. And if you're not ready, then you go do you and I'm gonna go do me and I'm gonna, you know, if we come back together, we come back together, whatever. Like I can understand it going both ways, but it's a matter of uh actual conversation. Do not just bring up a proposal on me in public. I I don't think that's fair. I, I don't think that's fair because at the end of the day, you're asking a question. There's no obligation for that other person to give you the answer that you want to hear. Yeah. I, I think if you, if you're in a relationship and the first time marriage is brought up is at the proposal, then you're fucking up. Like that shouldn't be mm-hmm. the first time that is discussed. Like you, that, that conversation should have been had at some point. Like you should, you should know where your partner stands at as far as how they feel about it. Cause 
it's weird because there's some people that they they get with people and they stay with them but they don't want to get married and it's just like they're surprised by that but it's like did you did you ever talk to them about that was that ever a discussion and even to to take it a step further i've i've seen couples that get married and then that's when they find out oh wait my husband or wife doesn't want kids like they're already married and they're just now having that conversation like scary you're in a a bad place right there that's a bad place to be in you gotta you gotta communicate that i mean as simple as that like talk to the person you're with yeah i would also add on to that to say having the conversation about marriage doesn't constitute as a proposal like just because we've had the conversation and maybe there was a yeah like a yeah for the future or we're going in that direction and then later on we break up and you're like oh I proposed you that wasn't a proposal that was a discussion so I think to get to my point you need to have that conversation and then there needs to be an action eventually at some point down the road or wherever you all feel comfortable. But you can't just have a discussion and then leave it there and then stay together forever and ever where the other person is expecting a ring. Um, and then they don't get it. And then they're like, well, why are we having all these issues? You know what I mean? Like, I think communicate, guys, communicate. Yeah. And it's, I, I have seen that before where people, it's mostly women that'll do this. They'll stay with the guys that clearly say they don't want to get married, mm-hmm. but the women want to get married. Just to just keep like, the guy and to keep the relationship and really yeah, be miserable. Like, I, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not big into trying to like change people. You know what I'm saying? Like if they don't want to get married, like I, I'm not saying you got to break up with them, but it's just like, you need to understand that that's where they're at at, at this point. Mm-hmm. And that this is, what you want out of this relationship might not be the same thing that they want. And yeah. if you could, if you could accept that, if you can live with it, that's fine. Like your, your relationship isn't less valuable or less important because you're not married. Your relationship is just as valuable as anybody else's. Like if y'all are, you know, faithful and love each other, build each other up, do all those things. You're just as your relationship means just as much, maybe not legally, you know, as far as like insurance and all that stuff. But, you know, in the grand yeah. scheme of things, when we're talking about relationships, you're it's still just as valid as anybody else's. So I don't I, I just hope that there's people out there that don't feel like, oh, well, this relationship, it, it, it's not going to mean much without, you know, that title to it or, or unless I have a ring or unless I have a uh, if I'm a missus or if I have a different last name or whatever, like. Don't 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 search for like the that type of validation. Like that's superficial in the long run. Like you need to worry about the important stuff. Yeah. I agree with you guys. Um I, I think if, if I was counsel. in that predicament or that position where me as a man has dropped down to one knee and decided to propose. Um, I would have to actually, if she denied it, I would have to actually have a serious conversation with her going forward about where we are and what our current goals are. Um, Because I think the immature thing would be to, you know, walk away with my tail between my legs and just say, you know what, F it, it's over. 
Um, but I feel like, you know, being the, being the person that I like to be, being a person of, of uh, shit, I don't even know what I'm going to say because I don't have character. But. No, oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't even have integrity anymore. But oh my you really want that relationship. And that's something that you wanted to do to put yourself out there. Um, especially if you had good intentions. And I feel like you love that person enough to where you need to just stick around and kind of find out okay, why is it not the right time? What do we need to work on? What are our goals? Do we need to work towards this? Um, I do like both of you guys' answers. That, that was that was great. <clears throat> I hopefully- See, she's not a floozy. Take it back. Fuck her. But, <laughs> you know- uh, Another example. She's guys. a nice person, I'm sure. Can't, can't handle nigger, their emotions. The brother. Were they African? Because I didn't have the-, the uh, I didn't watch the video. I, I, I didn't have the sound it. on. I apologize. I didn't either. Um, okay. They looked a little dusty. Tell. So, but whatever. <laughs> what? They were some dusty looking niggas. Oh my but gosh. That's not nice. No matter what, you know, you, you just need to find out the reason why and move forward. So moving forward, uh, we do want to discuss today. Um, I guess next I'll go into millennials and disney oh my god yeah oh, god. Okay, let's hear. man these are like two for two topic of marriage uh marcus topic of disney and children marcus Jesus my thing Christ. is why are people hating on first of all i'm gonna be yeah, honest break, with y'all yeah, break, 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 break down what happened first i'm break gonna be down. honest with y'all real quick um i actually just found out that i am a millennial Oh yeah. Oh, okay, let, let, let's talk about this real quick. The idea that people just think that millennials are just it, millennials are not like twelve to fifteen years old. Like, yeah, that's it's, just, it's that's from eighty four to something. Yeah, like people just automatically like if you're a young kid, you're a millennial. Like that's not the case. Millennials are in their late twenties to early forties, yeah. um, close to forties. There's some that are in their forties. Like millennials are not young kids. Like I'm, a, I'm 33 years old. I'm a millennial. Like, don't get it. Like, that's just something that old people used to call young people. Now, like, you see a little kid, you know, whipping a nene, and it's like, oh, it's all millennial. No, that's not what that is. Millennials are like fucking homeowners and managers at job. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, millennials are older. Yeah, I thought I was Generation X, but I'm not. Nope. No, you're not I'm that yet. Millennial, but um. <laughs> I don't get the point in why do people they hate on millennials so bad and with this Disney thing like the the article was sorry childless millennials going to Disney World is weird. How is going to a fun amusement park to have a good time, get a couple beers, wear some Ray-Bans, hang out with my other childless compadres? How is that weird? That whole article was weird. And I was I responded to the article by saying, okay, is it weird if as someone with kids, is it weird if I go to Disney World without my kids? Cause these because what he said was that childless people, childless millennials should not That's go me. to Disney World. So as a millennial, I have a child, I should be allowed to go to Disney World. But can I do that without my kids? 
is that weird or is it just you just hate people that don't have kids because that's what it sounds they're like. just hating at me because the people who go there with their kids as cute as they are have to deal with the lines the crying the potty breaks all that other shit whereas millennials just get to go and drink and go on their vices do what they want they don't have to be worried about being responsible some for of the child. words in this article one and i quote this cunt in some very slutty shorts was buying a mickey pretzel and Aiden, who's this okay, person? Okay, yeah. you're you're reading. There is a because I, I forgot to save it, but there was a lady that mm-hmm. went on a uh, Facebook or Instagram. Huge rant. She, she Huge went on rant. this insane rant where she was just like, "Oh, I'm tired of these hot young ladies going to Disney World or whatever. You know, moms should be able to skip the line whenever they want." And I was just like, "You sound like you don't want you don't enjoy your children." Like, yeah, that's what it sounds like. You're a hater. That's what just just say you wish you could do stuff without your kids and moving along because that's it's a lot easier. Like we get some grandparents. Yeah, I would understand that a lot more than you saying. Well, I don't think these young kids should be able to do things that we're doing. Because I tell you what, I guarantee you, that same mom that is annoyed with you know young people going to places that are quote unquote strictly for kids without their kids. She's probably the same mom that takes her kids to like the movie theater or a dinner party or like uh, on an airplane. Like she's probably one of those parents that feels obligated to take their kids everywhere they go. And it's like, as a parent, I get it, man. Like we ain't got to take our kids everywhere. Like there's, okay, for example, this past weekend, it was my sister-in-law's sweet 16 birthday party. My kids are three and one. I'm not bringing my kids to that party. It's not a place for them. And I, and granted, it, it, it's not like it was a like a you know like an adult party, you know. But mm-hmm. I mean, my kids are three and one. The party lasted till like eleven o'clock at night. What are my three and one year old going to be doing there? Like, what are they going to do? There's nothing there for them, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, people get offended when they get wedding invitations that say no kids. I've been to a wedding where there were kids involved and the wedding sucked because the kids were acting like kids. Like sometimes you gotta <laughs> leave your kids at home. Like I went, I went and saw 12 years a slave in the theater and there were kids in there. That movie is rated, <laughs> that movie is rated R like a hard R and you got your kids in here. Like leave your kids at home, man. It's okay. No one's going to judge you for that. I don't think that's, I don't think that's a kid movie definitely not a kid's movie it's not it definitely is and i, I was in uh lion king and uh, uh this is a spoiler alert there was a part where uh, <laughs> one of the main characters died and the kid was crying i'm like bruh you ain't seen the movie in the past like come on man get the kid to shut up i mean not seriously but just, just saying like you know this was a younger child a very important character is dying, like, and they were crying for like a, a long. They they cried from when the main character died until Simba was like a teenage adult or whatever he was. That's a lot of crying. Wow. Yeah, but you know, so, sometimes you do have to have um, babysitters. You have to have that buffer zone from your kids. You have to be able to still find yourself. Uh, the article, I mean, it was funny. Like I, I read some of the comments on it. It's hilarious. At the end of the day, don't don't hate the people who don't have kids yet or have sitters. I mean, hey, some of us really want to have families and stuff like that, but we still find time to go out and have fun. Like I know 
Uh, I'm 33 years old as well, and hopefully this year I'll finally get to go to Halloween Horror Nights. Like what? Yeah, I've never went. All my friends. Oh my gosh. Broke. Yeah, I used to go in high school. Wow, just make me feel bad. <laughs> I have old ass out there with high schoolers. <laughs> you but, but that's the prime example. You have high schoolers there all the way to grown adults. I mean, it wasn't just us running around, you know, Universal. There was a whole bunch of other people. Look, at the end of the day, these are theme parks. People pay money to go in. If fucking Walt didn't care when he opened up the gates in the first place, I don't think they're going to care now. No. And it's the happiest place on earth. I'm tired of all this Disney slander and all this this just shade being thrown at Disney, all this, like, no, we need to stop it. First, it was that family when that guy was fighting in the fucking Disney world, scarring these poor kids forever. Because I did not need to see that. I hope so. I didn't need to see that on my timeline Twitter. I did not. No, thank you. I'm going to be honest. I I just went past it. I was like, I'm not even going to look at this. I'm pretending it never happened. I know these Negroes know how to act. Like, come (laughs) Well, well, also, times are a little bit different now. Like, millennials are, it's statistically proven. Like, millennials are getting married later. They're having children later. That's, and a lot that's of me. us, uh, a lot of us aren't even having kids because you know it's pretty fun being single with no kids. Like I remember how it was. It's, it wasn't bad. It was a pretty good time. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I get why people aren't doing that anymore. Like, and I think it's more like the older, you know, past generations are like, well, you need to do this because this is what I was doing. And it's just like, now nah, some people want to go out and travel. Some people want to just sit at home and do nothing and have no responsibilities. And then you got to consider like how the job market is and the economy stuff like there's a lot of everybody has their reasonings but i mean you got to let people live their life at some point you know what i'm saying and it's just like the article was more so kind of uh clamoring for millennials instead of wasting their time going to disney world to you know travel you know to, like go to other countries and Don't stuff tell like me that. what to do don't tell me there, what to do. There, Disney World is the that. happiest place on earth. There's people that travel there from all over the world. You do not get to tell me how I get to spend my vacation, no matter how fucking old I am. I could be from Brazil, and I'm going to Walt Disney World because I want to at my age. So he was saying that, yeah, so don't go to Disney World, travel abroad. So with that in mind, if a millennial... Is he paying is for to- it? If a millennial is to travel abroad and they see a family with their kids, can they complain about that? That's what I'm saying. Like, why don't you take your ass to Disney World? <laughs> since we're not, since millennials, <laughs> childless millennials, we get can't the go rest there. of the world. You guys get Disney World. Are they my, can you get Disney World? Can we get Disneyland? I'll go to Cali real quick. I like it there. I mean, at, as, as someone that's been to Disneyland, like it wasn't all that. Like, I've never okay. been to either. But like to to write an article about it to be like, oh well, if you don't have kids, you shouldn't show up. Of, like that person is just mad at life. Like Disney World ain't all that. It's 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 fine. Like I've been there. I've been there with my kids. It was okay. But it's an experience, and it's a nostalgia fa- like factor. Oh, these, yeah. these could be people who went as kids, and now they want to go back as an adult. You know how many people I know from high school that work there and fucking love their job supposedly on instagram like yeah, yeah. I was about to say, there's a lot of articles about people that work there that hate it i've been lucky enough to actually go to disneyland and disney world 
because uh, I actually lived on both coasts. But um, it, I know a lot of people that are my age that have never been to Florida to go to Disney. Like, so, it, and, and it is something, it, it's a nostalgia uh, effect. Like, you you heard about all these nice things and heard about it as a kid. Now you got a little money in your pocket. You can catch a flight, you can catch a bus or whatever it is you want to do, a mega bus and get there. Let these millennials enjoy it. You know, if, if uh, Miss Thang want to wear her coochie cutters out there, let her do it. Who cares? It's hot. It's hot as fuck at Disney. Like the last time it's I so went, hot there. I literally super hot. Out. Like it was so hot outside. See, but that's also a different conversation. They should have with coochie cutters is that I don't want to see your fucking ass cheeks. Disney World or Walmart. I don't I hate care. Hater. Hater. Here's also what I think about. You were in that and you're sitting on public things. Like, you know how many kids done peed on that shit and you're putting your bare ass cheeks on it? Sucia, que es. Sucia. Stop, stop, stop slut shaming. I'm not slut shaming. I'm saying that's you dirty. I'm you dirty. That has nothing to do with who she is sleeping with. No, you I'm know, like, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. But some dirty. people, like women, they'll just have on short shorts, not the actual ones that are Daisy Dukes. Yeah. And people still make fun of them anyway. So let, let's make sure that we. I'm talking about okay. the ones where the yeah, ass cheeks cheek. are out. Yeah. Like literally, that is cut up the pocket to have, like basically, how we have half a short. Because they got their ass cheeks out. That's just dirty to me. You're sitting on public shit. Like, literally, you're sitting on public shit. People, they're getting on the buses like that. They're getting on rides like that. It's hot. It's sweaty. Girl, that's just bad hygiene. It's just bad hygiene. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not trying to slut shame or, like, fashion shame. I'm just saying it's dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of dirty, so uh, <laughs> a few of our uh, <laughs> colleagues, our uh, people that listen to us, our friends, people we interact with, really love this uh, Tyler, the creator. Um, he had a really good freestyle with uh, Fault Master Flex Knight headass. <laughs> Dope lines. Uh, the beat was cool. I'm not really like, I'm going to be honest, I haven't heard of Ijor or Igor or whatever. I, I haven't heard the album. I've been very busy with work. Uh, the freestyle was actually really dope. Had some dope bars on it. I checked it out only once. I'd like to go ahead and stream it again. So uh, are we going to ch- uh, change this to uh, Marcus Music Moment Time? or? I mean, we can. Like like you said, it was... I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Tyler Creator, the creator. I'm not going to be one of those people. Like, I'm not... I'm not KJ. Like, I wasn't on Tyler, the creator, from the beginning. I got on to Tyler on his previous album, the Flower Boy album. That's the one where I was kind of like, okay, this dude is actually out here doing some great things. And I listened to Igor, and I really enjoyed it. Um, he's, one of the, he's one of the better, like, up-and-comer, up-and-coming young, like, rapper producers. Like, the, the type of... The type of credit we want to give artists like J. Cole for his production is the type of credit we should be giving to Tyler, the creator. Because Tyler, the creator, like, composes, like, he makes actual music. You know what I'm saying? Like, J. Cole makes, like, fake trap beats or whatever. But this isn't about J. Cole. This is about Tyler, the creator. And, and so, so I listened to the, the entire interview with uh, Funk Flex and Tyler, the creator, and... 
the thing that I enjoyed about it was how uncomfortable he made uh, Funk Flex because Funk Flex has been a DJ in New York for, a, for like over 20 years. This dude's like, yeah, probably he is. His, he's probably in his 50s by now. And it's just like, Tyler was always, he made all these like gay references and like, you know, about kissing him and saying things made him horny and stuff like that. And that shit had me dying because you could just see it on on Flex's face that he was clearly uncomfortable being there. It's just like <laughs> it's like this is a this is what is going to be happening. Like at some point, we have to move out the old people and bring in the young people that kind of understand that lifestyle. Cause from what I understand, Tyler the Creator has been rapping about like hooking up with dudes for a long time. Like, that's been a thing that he's done his entire career. But now I guess he's a little bit more open about it. So now it's just like, you know, the old heads, the the gatekeepers, so to speak, or some of them are somewhat uncomfortable with it. And it they you just kind of make it awkward. And you kind of want to get to a point where you can listen to a freestyle that Tyler, the creator, does where he mentions like, hey, I'm over in... I'm, I want to go to Sweden and bang on the Sweden guys or whatever and it's not a big deal where Funk Flex is all like oh I'm not I, I don't I'm not into that that's not he's not talking about me I don't want it like you don't need to do that I just sit there enjoy the art because like freestyling isn't something that's important anymore and to see one of the younger rappers to come up there and still freestyle and actually legitimately do a a freestyle where he's not just rapping an unreleased song like Tyler was up there going off the top of his head he was even like asking Flex to give him a topic so he could freestyle off of that so that's how you know it was was a legit freestyle there were Hmm. legit there were legit bars it was clever it was funny it was dope It it was all those things that you would want out of a freestyle but just the fact that Funk Flex was so uncomfortable. It, it made me. It made me laugh. I'm not gonna lie. I was laughing. <laughs> okay. So okay. Now I'm gonna go listen because I haven't listened yet. But I'm pretty I, sure. Huh? Like for me, as far as the Funk Master Flex and I guess feeling uncomfortable, I have to be honest with you guys. Uh, it's like at this point in this stage. In this year of 2019, like if you're a straight male, none of that stuff makes me uncomfortable anymore. Like, I really don't. It shouldn't. I had a guy a couple weeks ago, and it's like, okay, dude, thank you. Carry on, good sir. Funk Master Flex, why is your old ass acting like this? I'm pretty sure you're married. I mean, like, when you do that, are you in the closet? Like, what's going on? Like, like he, like he's almost. I, I'm pretty sure I gotta look it up. Look up how old he is. This dude is still doing pause. Like we're still doing that, bro. Like, come on, man. He's come on. Pause. Yeah, you're right. That just goes to show how no much homo. he's falling off. Like, he's just, he's just old and corny at this point. Like he used to be top guy, high ninety seven, king of New York, or whatever, and. He's just stayed in those old ways. He never evolved. And he just got corny over the years, honestly. And I get it. You know, he still has that respect. Yeah. I think he still has that respect in, you know, in regards to radio and things like that. I would never take that away from him. 
However, no. no, no thanks. Like you're still saying pause, my G. Like stop. Yeah, that stop. man is that man is fifty years old, and we still got to do pause and like no homo. Like okay, man. That's like, so dumb. Uh, that's nobody so thinks dumb. nobody thinks you're gay, Funk Flex. Like that, no one's putting that on you. No one thinks that. Like you can calm down. Like you can chill for a little bit. Like it's just it's just raps, you know. And and he's <clears throat> excuse me, he's not even he even stated like he wasn't really that that big of a fan of Tyler's music or or uh, of anything that Tyler does. And now I've gone back and listened to a few of the stuff that he's done and. um listen to a few interviews like that's just kind of the stuff that he does like it's funny like Tyler the creator is he's he's either gay or bi which I mean whatever like I don't it's it's fine like whatever you want to do but he he is that way and he's still somewhat homophobic in his lyrics which makes it even more like like that's the kind of rapper that he is that's that's what he is on like he his favorite rapper is Eminem and we, we can all go back and, you know, list off all the homophobic mm-hmm. things Eminem has rapped about. And Tyler, the creator, will rap some of those same things. And he himself is gay. So it's just like, he's pl- he's he's playing, like, both sides of the fence. He's, he, I think he was, I, I, the entire time, I felt like he was trying to make uh, Flex uncomfortable. And the purposely. more he made him uncomfortable, yeah, purposely trying to make him mm-hmm. uncomfortable, which I'm, I'm all for it, like, when 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 people start doing that whole like pause thing and you know, no homo, then I feel like you're kind of letting people know like, hey, this is something that's sensitive to me. Like I'm, you know, I'm a little nervous about this, and I feel like that kind of makes people go a little bit harder at you. Oh yeah, when you do that, because it's just like, okay, dude, like, okay, have have any of y'all ever? Well, you, you some some dude slid in your DMs, but like, has anybody? of the same gender ever hit on you in person? Yeah, I've had uh, a guy that admitted that he... Look, he's so excited. No, I'm definitely not I'm kidding, excited. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, 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 whoa, whoa, hold on a second. Because yeah. for me, I had it happen when I was like, when I was in college, some dude hit on me at McDonald's and he was working at McDonald's. And so like, he was flirting with me. So I just kind of like smiled and winked at him. And I and I ended up getting... Uh, free cheeseburgers like i didn't have to pay, <laughs> pay for my meal but hey. my thing is my my thing is is like okay <clears throat> females find me attractive now dudes are finding me attractive you you can't tell me shit yo like i'm literally the baddest <laughs> bitch out here you can't tell me nothing <laughs> i got both genders coming at me like come on i wish someone would say something Take about my pick. parents come on now come on Untouchable, the black Brad Pitt. Howl at me. Okay, you can relax. Pero <laughs> I see your point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't stand you. Get it back to Tyler Creator. He's very much well known. If you look at his old interviews, he typically tends to do that. He kind of goes against the grain and takes the interview where he wants to take the interview. And him doing that in his freestyles, no surprise, especially when you're talking to Fuck Master Flex, who we know is very much old school, old head, and will probably be uncomfortable. And so he probably started and saw how comfortable he was and just kept at it. And so now I'm really excited to go listen. I can see it. It makes sense. I think that's funny. Yeah, really cool. He's a, he, and he makes great music. Like I, I'm, I still need to go back and like listen to some of his earlier solo stuff. I'm, 
I'm kind of debating if I want to listen to the to the group stuff because they have a lot of I think they have a lot of albums out there. But I mean, him, Earl Sweatshirt, the Internet, like that whole little group. They, the Internet is dope. They're very they're they're and they're super creative, and the stuff that they're doing is different. And that's that's what I appreciate about <clears throat> about them the most is that they they take chances, they try something different, and yeah, yeah, definitely should check them out. Yeah, and I, I'm going to actually uh, put it on myself this week to listen to the Igor album. Something. What's it called again? Igor? I would I would, I would, would listen to Flower Boy first. I did. I, I, I listened to that uh, based oh, on... Oh, you did? Uh, okay. uh, what, what is this? Is this name Jalen that's on... Um, Jalen that's on the uh, our corresponding Atlanta Falcon podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, fucked up today. <laughs> DBNR. DBNR. Then, then my report. So he, he is like on, an analytical genius on there. Um, he actually put me on the Flower Boy <laughs> album. I heard it and I was actually like high key impressed. Like I was like, dang, I thought Tyler created uh, Tyler the Creator was kind of like a, a goof or whatever, or Jamoka Joe, yeah. but he he. He can really do some things with the music. Um, like I said, I've just been busy, but I will definitely make sure that I listen to uh, this album and kind of check it out because I kind of need to expand my sound as well. Yeah, um, like on on Flower Boy, like Flower Boy is such an amazing piece of art that I like. I I don't listen to it that much because it's that good. It, it, and it's it's weird to even say that, but it's like. It's it's so Damn. good that you just feel like you can't you can't listen to it that often because you don't want it to get like old or played out or whatever. Like I just I love that album and I just like no, I'm not gonna listen to it. I don't want to listen to it because I don't want it to get old. I, I don't. It, it's hard to really explain that. It doesn't really it doesn't make sense as I'm saying it. But that album is so good that I feel like I can't listen to it unless unless I can just completely like shut everything off have you know everything like my kids are somewhere else like i'm by myself like my phone is off for that hour 15 minutes and i can just sit there and just listen to it like that's the like i can't just pick us put on put on a song you know what i'm saying like i have to experience the entire album in its entirety for me to be able to listen to it and there's not a lot of albums that do that for me but flower boy is for sure one of them yeah, I thought uh, Flower Boy was a good CD. I might run that back as well because I'm gonna definitely be back on my grind this week. Uh, I do plan on doing some other podcast stuff too, uh, just to kind of, you know, try some different things out. So yeah, definitely, I'm gonna task myself with doing that. Um, next topic was: Are we doing the Big Sean single and the Drake single? Because I definitely... I didn't hear I, it. I, I know whatever Drake uh, put out is going to be fire. And I hate it because I used to hate Drake. Well, the, uh, until I figured out I had <laughs> Drake. So, shut up wow. in my room. Had to, had, to, had, to, had to look in the mirror. Like, oh, well. He, yeah, he I'm a, I, I thought him. I was a pimp and found out I was a simp. So. Damn. Well, the uh, the Drake song, it's a, it's actually a, it's a Rick Ross song. Gold, Gold Rose, Roses. Coming off of uh, Rick Ross's album uh, "Port of Miami 2. 
Um, oh. a, a lot of people are pretty much saying that it's a it's a Drake throwaway. Like it's a song that was for Drake's project, and Rick Ross just ended up with it. Uh, the big shot. Well, to stick on Rick Ross, a lot of people aren't really. They haven't been feeling his singles for Port of Miami. Like the people that I've talked to, um, some people are kind of nervous about what they're going to get with this album. Um, I'd, I'd rather just wait till it actually comes out. Like I'm not, I'm, I don't want to judge a project off of the singles. But uh, the the big Sean single, uh, Overtime. I mean, it's it's crazy because Big Sean is a really good rapper, like one of the best young rappers we got out there. He just needs, I don't know what he needs. He either needs to kind of he needs to get locked in and work with uh, Key Wayne, and he just he just needs to dig down and just give people raps you know what i'm saying like because his last album he was trying to do like this concept album about you know traveling back in time and it just it didn't work like what what kendrick lamar did with damn and and um what was it uh to pimp a butterfly like big sean's a great rapper but he's not on that level to where he could be doing concept albums yet like he just needs to give us you know like 10 to 11 you know, great songs with, you know, one R&B-ish, you know, for the ladies type song and just give us bars. Like, he needs, he needs to just stay in that lane and do that. Don't try to, don't try to, you know, overextend yourself. But, yeah, uh, like, like I, I said, really, like, when he dropped Dark Sky Paradise, yes. I thought he was, he was on his way to, like, really taking over. And then I decided with straight ass cheeks. Super cheeks, like I was like, bro, what is this, man? <laughs> like, like, what are you doing, man? Like the the idea that like you you had on your album Amigos record, and the Amigos outwrapped you. Like I'm I'm a Amigos fan, but as as when you're coming off of an album like Dark Sky Paradise, you cannot get outwrapped by the Amigos on your following project. You can't do that. That's a big, that's, no, bro. It can't be that. You're a better rapper than that. So if he's going to be, like, going in this direction, as far as just, like, just straight rapping like this, you know, giving us bars and punchlines, then I'm super excited for the project. And I I, I hope he's focused. Because he's, it's been a while since we got, uh, like, a, a full-length uh, album from him. And... I was just like everybody else after Dark Sky Paradise. I was like, all right, well, Big Sean is he's. I was like, it's probably should we should we move him above J Cole or is he above Big Crit or whatever? Is he coming for Kent? Like, is he gonna be up there with Kendrick now? It's just like, you know. Then I decided came out that kind of he just kind of fell out of the top ten at that point. So hopefully he comes and he's focused and he's really really you know ready to do this rap shit because he's a good rapper. He's a great rapper, and and it's it's time we I, we could definitely use some Sean music out here. And as far as the uh, Port of Miami Two is concerned, the singles aren't really doing too much for me so far. I've heard two so far. I think I'm still excited for the album because although I didn't like Port of Miami One, it was a couple tracks, but I like I really like Trella. But Rick Ross always puts out good music, good bars. So, uh, you know, I'm loosely excited for that. But for some reason lately, like, I've been really on an R&B kick. Like, and I'm going to challenge 
you guys, all of our Twitter followers, Facebook, Instagram, whomever out there, find me the next big thing in R&B, like male or female. I want your recommendations. I'm ready to get out and hunt these women down, get in love, and I need some dope R&B to do it. So I challenge y'all this week, find at Adolphus. Oh, shit, that's not my name. Find at Love Killer Trey, the dopest R&B artist right now, and let's get it popping. Anyway, so I guess we're going to go ahead and tie things down uh, for the for the night. Um, any final thoughts from anyone? Yes. So really random, but you know how I told you guys I locked myself out of my Instagram and I couldn't log back on because the email that I was associated with the AOL email which oh. obviously I don't have anymore. Here I am trying to still log into that AOL email. Why are they trying to pay you for technical support? Like 24-7 tech support, chat with somebody, blah, blah, blah. But apparently you have to upgrade to a paid service. I'm not happy. I'm not happy at all. Yeah, AOL is tripping with that. I'm going to just throw that out there. I'm going to keep guessing the wrong password. I don't know. I mean, yeah, or start a new one and kind of go low key and blow up kind of quick. I mean, the good thing about L is with you being an attractive young woman, it should be nothing for you to have 10,000, 20,000, 50,000 followers in a year. So whenever L drops that new uh, IG, if y'all would do her a favor, give her a quick follow, uh, give her a shout out. You know how we do. I mean, I still have the L Chopper page. I just don't use it. Oh, okay. Well, my bad. <laughs> I just, I don't post pictures. I just don't my shit. <laughs> well, I will say that I'm, I'm going to be uh, on the lookout for a, a particular anime that's going to be coming out here shortly from my anime people, for all anime. my anime people as the. As the resident anime expert on this podcast, <laughs> I will say the next big uh, anime to look out for is Dog Nigga. That shit, that shit is so fire. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I remembered my password! Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> this is so wild. You all haven't logged in this shit in like eight years. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh! Like, I have to prove I'm not a robot. Hold on, let me pick all the buses. Like wow! <laughs> this is hilarious, B. Wait, I gotta write that down. Wow, I'm so sorry, friend. You were talking your anime. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. So yeah, it's it. They're they're trying to get it to. I think they're trying to get it to be on TV. Like, right now, it's just in the uh, comic book form right now. But, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty artistic. It's super original. The idea behind it is this, uh, this old man, like, raped a dog and the dog gave birth to dog nigger because it's half dog, half nigger. And so, this, this, this hero's entire journey is for him to find his father and rape him so um it's it's very interesting i'm super intrigued like 
how many stories have you heard like that to where that is the main goal? It's a cool name. I like the name too. It's catchy. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard anything like that. Yeah, he he fought some dude named T Rex and bit him on the dick. Whoa there. That didn't Super end intense. well. Super intense. Dog nigga. Um That reminds me of that that AOL thing with your Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. AOL played me. I, I proved I wasn't a robot and it's still telling me invalid passwords, so what the fuck? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I forgot what I was. I was gonna say somebody shouted me out to watch something that ended up being kind of nasty, but I, I'm not even gonna put that person out there. Uh, but shout out to his new podcast. Um, I'm not gonna name no names, but <laughs> um, anyway, so that's about all I got. Um, I just came in, so I want to kind of get settled, relaxed. We will see you guys next Monday. Uh, Y'all have a good evening. Fuck all y'all. Thank you. That is not nice. Oh, you know what? Fuck 706 reports, too. I want my $200, nigga.